Hello everyone, it's Patrice here. And before we get to the final episode of Picture Books Are For Grownups 2, I just wanted to mention a couple items that I forgot to say when I recorded the episode. So the first thing that I wanted to mention is that I now have a bookshop.org page where you can go and see the list of all the books featured in season one of the podcast. I still encourage everyone to go out and purchase the books from their local independent bookseller, but I thought it would be great to have just a place where you could see the list of everything in one location. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is that I created a gift for you. It is a document that features each episode of the podcast along with the different questions or activities the person I interviewed offered during our discussion. So you can see all of that in one location. And you can download that document by going to my website, patricegopo.com backslash podcast, and you will see the link where you can download that. So I am going to put the link to the bookshop.org page and to this place where you can download this gift for you in the show notes so you can find all of that. Okay, everyone, on to today's episode. In a world that tells us that we outgrow picture books, one author seeks to tell a different story. Picture books are for grown-ups too. Hello friends, welcome to Picture Books Are For Grown-Ups Too, the podcast where we believe you're never too old for a great picture book. And we also believe that these tiny tales can lead to big connection. I'm your host, Patrice Scopo, and I write lyrical stories that celebrate joy, expand understanding, and foster compassion. I'm the author of the essay collection, All the Colors We Will See, my debut picture book, All the Places We Call Home, is based on one of the essays in my collection. Thanks for joining in today's conversation. I'm delighted to have you here. Hello, 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 picture book pals. I am just so happy that you are here for my season one send off. So this is actually the final episode of Picture Books Are For Grownups 2 for season one. And I am delighted that I have a very special guest. My husband, Nyasha Gopo, has so graciously agreed to come on the podcast today. And we are going to be turning the tables a little bit here. And he is going to be asking me questions instead. I'm so delighted that he is here. And let me just tell you a little bit about Nyasha. He was born and raised in Zimbabwe before moving to South Africa, where he earned a Bachelor of Commerce in Financial Accounting and a postgraduate diploma in accounting, both from the University of Cape Town. Nyasha then went on to become a chartered accountant. After a decade of living and working in South Africa, he subsequently moved to the United States, specifically where we live here now in Charlotte, North Carolina, where he makes his home with his family. Nyasha spent 15 years working with accounting firms in transaction advisory services before recently transitioning to his current role where he leads the finance team of a professional services company focusing on mergers and acquisitions. Some of Nyasha's favorite things include visiting the mountains with his family, drinking really good coffee, watching television series that keep you guessing, and experimenting with his new camera. My love, welcome to Picture Books Are For Grownups Too. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this today. Well, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to host this 
podcast and uh, thank you for that glowing introduction it's always nice to hear something about yourself uh, from another angle so thank you i'm excited to be here you're so welcome it is super fun to get to tell listeners a little bit more about amazing you one of the questions that i have for you right up front is so you first came up with this idea of a podcast last october how did you arrive at the idea and how did you know it was something you wanted to pursue yeah, so this idea, it's really interesting, I would say there was a specific day where I remember I was sitting at our dining room table, and I was kind of thinking about a podcast, an idea, how could I make my podcast unique, but I think it goes further back than that, honestly, for yeah. a while, I've been interested in potentially starting a podcast, we even talked about starting a podcast, yeah, at yeah, one point. yeah. yeah you remember, yeah, I remember that? that, yeah, but we never really got super far with that, which was fine, but I think the idea was in my head that I was interested in this kind of space in which you could talk about ideas and share ideas. And then as a person who writes both for adults and also writes for children, uh, I had been thinking like, what space do I want to exist in with that? And I had more recently thought, you know, it'd be great to have a podcast about picture books in some capacity because I really wanted to help elevate the work of other picture book creators. But I also thought, you know, there are actually quite a few podcasts out there that think about picture books and think about um, children's books in that way. And I thought, what unique angle could I bring to this discussion? And so I just remember this day in late October, and I thought, you know what? I think what would be really neat is to introduce my adult audience to picture books, because I think there's so many powerful themes that are often in picture books. And I think picture books can serve as such a neat way to start conversations and connect with one another. And you know, that's one of my passions is stories helping to connect people with one another and more deeply connect with our own stories. So yeah, yeah, so that was the idea. And in terms of how I decided I wanted to pursue it, I think you know me by now that every now and again, there'll be an idea where I just think this is it. I need to go after this and I'm going to go after this hard. So I think I probably even told you about the idea that day. And it, it just felt like one of these things that I was saying to myself, Patrice, you're going to do this. So mm-hmm. let's see what you need to do to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. And and I think one thing that was cool on my side was coming from the point where I first heard about the idea, like you said, and then a couple of weeks later, you just jumped right into it. And that's, I think, one thing that I've always admired about you uh, is your ability to come up with the idea and then follow through it. So, you know, that was fantastic having seen kind of that story from the beginning to the end. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. And I mean, I, I just really value how when I often come to you and share ideas, you are so encouraging (laughs) about those ideas, even though it's kind of like, how's this going to happen? What's going to, you know, occur, but you're always such an encouragement. So I really want to thank you for from the beginning, just saying to me that sounds great go for it kind of yeah, thing yeah well well thank you thank you so you finished your first season of the podcast yeah what have you learned about having a podcast and maybe also what have you learned about yourself honestly i think in terms of what i've learned about having a podcast is actually how to start a podcast mm-hmm. so up until beginning this thing i did not understand how podcasts worked i didn't understand how you even get the recording where do you upload files just all of that kind of stuff it was 
in many ways a mystery to me. And so I think one of the things I'm most excited about is I have learned so much about the process of podcasting since I first came up with this idea. So I have learned the basics of how you take this idea, you reach out to people, ask them if they'd would like to be a guest on the podcast, mm -hmm. how you schedule those things, how you record those things, the process of editing, Yasha, that has been an incredible learning curve for me. And it has been just something I didn't know how to do, but now I have a much better understanding of how that works. So I think those are a lot of things I've learned. I think in terms of even learning about myself, I have, I don't know if I've necessarily learned this, but I've been reminded of how much I enjoy just connecting mm -hmm. with other people about mm -hmm. their work and hearing their stories and ultimately creating these spaces so that people can learn about other people and what they're doing, but also think about their own stories and have an yeah. avenue to connect with others. So I feel as though within this podcast, some of the things that I'm most passionate about are all coming together in this space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is really cool. I think the thing that I remember uh, most about that is you listening to podcasts about making podcasts. Yes, yes. And then at some point, you know, you purchased a microphone and yes. headphones and all of that stuff. So it was exciting to kind of see it all come together from an idea to, you know, to see the action actually um happening so that was really really cool yeah thank yeah. you so much i i appreciate that and yes it's you're absolutely right i mean that was really how i got into it is there was buzzsprout has this podcast about how to start podcasts and that's what i used because they had it in these simple step-by-step -step episodes of what to mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. and i just remember at one point early in my writing life someone advising me that there can be a lot of information you can gather from a lot of sources about something you might be trying to do. And every now and then you almost just need to make a decision that I'm gonna go with this resource so I don't get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So coming back to the podcast itself, are there any themes that stood out to you in season one? Yeah, I I think it's interesting when I look back across the 20 episodes and there are some things that really stand out to me. There was a lot of discussion about home and place and family mm -hmm. and belonging, which I love those kinds of topics. I love thinking about it because I feel as though those topics often get at some of the deepest questions we all have as human yeah. beings. And so just to approach those questions from different angles and different stories and have these guests offer their activities and ideas of ways we could more deeply engage with right. the questions and or I'm sorry the themes in the book I think was very powerful I think something else I've noticed too is there were several episodes that talked about recognizing the gifts that we have just as we are the gifts that we have and how we can use those gifts to impact the people around us so i feel as though in that way there was this sense of empowering us to celebrate our stories and celebrate ourselves but also recognize that our stories can contribute to the betterment of our world yeah yeah i like that i think one thing that stands out to me is just the diversity of people that you mm. spoke to. I personally appreciated that as I listened to season one. So that's, that's 
That's very exciting. And I guess, you know, speaking of season one, one question I guess that your listeners may have is, can we expect a season two of the podcast? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And one I'm still trying to think through in my head. So I just (laughs) want to be super honest with uh, listeners that this was a lot of work. I mean, I enjoy doing this immensely, but it has been a lot of work. I particularly think the technical side of it has been a lot in terms of editing the episodes. Um, yeah. So I think that's something I've been just trying to think through how I could maybe make that a little bit more efficient in my life. But something mm-hmm. else that maybe is beyond thinking specifically about more interviews with people in season two is I've also thought, I don't know if I'm quite ready to let go of season one yet, that there is such power in each of those episodes. And in my mind, I'm thinking, is there a way I could work to maybe bring on, bring someone else to the podcast to revisit some of these past episodes? And let's actually engage with the questions that were raised in the episodes that the uh, picture book authors illustrators and enthusiasts raised about these books and to actually create a space where maybe I invite someone on or several people to have that conversation where we do use these picture books in real time to more deeply connect with our own stories and more deeply connect with one another. I'm super excited to share that the Arts and Science Council of Charlotte-Mecklenburg County has actually given me a cultural vision grant to bring I guess a picture book book club for adults to the local library. So to create a series of these where I am going to create this program called picture books are for grownups Too: connecting with our stories, connecting with others. And this will be a space where people are going to engage with a book from the Mm -hmm. podcast and consider the questions. And so in that realm, I think that's really neat that I have an opportunity and I have this financial support to bring this program to the Mm -hmm. library, but I would love to also see us potentially model that on a podcast episode too for people. So I guess I'm thinking, yes, I do believe there is going to be more in the future, but I don't know that it's going to look just like it looked in season one. Well, congratulations on that grant. That's very, very exciting i i know it's going to be really really good for people as you go around in our city i've been surprised myself as i've gone through this first season just by how much i have actually learned something about children's books and how you know they really are for uh grown-ups too so yes that's, yes that's really really fun and i'm looking forward to that well thank you thank you yes i think it's gonna be a really neat program at the library and i'm so excited to see how it unfolds and i'm so grateful to the arts and science council for seeing the merit of this work yeah yeah fantastic fantastic so you have some big things ahead on the horizon can you share more oh yeah absolutely so beyond what i just said about that grant from the arts and science council In addition, this September, my second essay collection is releasing. It's called Autumn Song Essays on Absence, and it is part of the American Live series with the University of Nebraska Press. The collection is about my experiences, encountering absences, seeing beyond the empty spaces, and grasping at the glimmers of glory that might remain. And I am so excited for this book to be in the world. I can't wait for readers to have this one in their hands. It's been something I've been working on for a while now. And 
just to see it actually come to pass is going to be really neat. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, I'm very excited. I am holding a flyer here with the cover. Yes. And listeners, you are going to be so impressed. It's a beautiful cover. I absolutely love this. Oh, thanks, that's, my love. That's the advantage of being on the inside. You get to see things before everyone else sees it. So this is really, really, really fun. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm so grateful for Lindsay Welch who designed the cover and for everyone at the University of Nebraska Press and all that they've been doing for this book. And just for all listeners, I will be linking to more information about the book in the show notes so you can find information there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great. Any final thoughts you'd like to share? Yeah, you know, I think just in closing, I want to say I am thrilled about this first season. I am so grateful for all the people who have supported the launch, listened to the podcast. I'm so grateful for all the people who said yes and agreed to come on the show. And I'm also just grateful for the reality that I took a risk here and tried something new. And I love that as well. So I do want to say a few words of thanks. Thank you to you, first of all, for all the support you've offered through this whole process. I also want to say a big thank you to my friend Kate Moto-ung, who was so encouraging from the start. I remember sending her a Voxer message when I first had this idea and just asking what she thought about the idea and just support in that way. So I'm grateful for that. I also want to say a thank you to all of my amazing guests. You were all fabulous and I am so grateful. And I specifically want to say a thank you to two of my guests, my guest from episode four, Adria Theodore, and my guest from episode five, Des Cooper. They were my first yeses when I asked people mm -hmm. for interviews. They were the first two people I reached out to, and they replied almost immediately saying they would love to be part of this. And I didn't even know what this was yet at the time I asked them. So in addition to all the other guests who said yes, I'm particularly grateful for them for saying yes from the very beginning. And finally, I just want to thank the Sustainable Arts Foundation. So I am a 2022 Sustainable Arts Foundation awardee. And thanks to their support, I was able to use some of this funding that I received last year to actually launch this podcast and keep it running. So I'm so grateful for them. Well, fantastic. I'm sure I can say this on behalf of all the listeners. We just want to thank you for coming up with the idea of this podcast and bringing so many guests that we didn't know about that we know about now and helping us as listeners to learn so much with you. So we are grateful and I'm sure Aww. all the listeners would concur with me and agree with me and say thank you for launching this podcast and congratulations on your first season. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So one last thing, where can listeners go to find out more about you and your work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, before I say that, I would just ask the listeners, if you have time, if you can please leave a rating or a review of this podcast, that would really help other people continue to find this work. But in terms of where you can find out more about me and my work, please do visit patricegopo.com and go ahead and subscribe to my newsletter and you will receive twice a month updates about things related to the podcast, things related to my writing life, and just things that I find interesting in the world. 
Thank you so much, everyone. Truly, I am so grateful to all of you as listeners. And thank you so much, my love, for taking the time out of your day to chat with me about um, picture books are for grownups, too. No, this has been really great. I've really enjoyed it. I've hosted my first podcast. And uh, this has been really, really fun to uh, speak to you, listen to your story, and just have a recap on this amazing first season. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. I appreciate it. You too. Please subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you loved what you heard, please leave a review. Reviews really help others find the show. If you'd like to receive email updates about new episodes, please go to patricegopo.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And remember, the world may tell us that we outgrow picture books, but we have the power to tell a different story. Until next time, keep reading picture books because picture books are for grown-ups too.